episode and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Aaron Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season five, episode two, The Lost Weekend. Which is seemingly named after a sci-fi horror film from 1978. Okay. About a couple that goes on vacation is attacked by the environment. Oh. So do with that what you will. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I've not watched it, um, but I watched the trailer. Uh <laughs> Written by Gina Fattore and directed by David Petrarca. This originally aired on October 17th, 2001, mm -hmm. which is a date I will always know as the anniversary of the Loma Prieta earthquake in 1989. Right, um, right. Description from Wikipedia. On Monday morning, Dawson is packing to return to L.A. after a fun weekend with Joey but finally receives the voicemail she left him on Friday night. The two are unable to hash out their differences as Joey spends the day tracking down Professor Wilder, trying to get permission to drop his class and then get the form processed by Worthington bureaucracy. All at the, or sorry, at the behest of his brother, Doug, Pacey reluctantly gets a job at a restaurant run by an ambitious chef, Danny Brecker played by Ian Kahn, and meets an attractive waitress named Karen, played by Lourdes Benedicto. Although Karen has a mysterious boyfriend that that doesn't stop Pacey from feeling attracted to her. Not sure where we got that. Um, to distract Dawson, Audrey gives him a tour of the campus while Jen helps Charlie at the radio station and secures a job as his co-host and also winds up in bed with him. Okay. <laughs> Some of that seems like a stretch. <laughs> but... <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, my history's mysteries. October 4th, 2001, Siberia Airlines 1812 was shot down over the Black Sea en route from Tel Aviv to Novosibirsk, Russia. All 78 people on board were killed. It was an errant missile from a Russian-Ukrainian missile testing, according to them. An errant missile. Hmm. 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 All right. Um... My fellow San Francisco Giants fans, here we are on October 5th, 2001. Barry Bonds of the San Francisco Giants. Bearoids. <laughs> Aaron's a Dodger fan, if you couldn't tell. Um, well, he's a cheater. I know he's like a real he is, fan, he but he's a cheater. Bearoids. Uh, he breaks the single season home run record with his 71st and 72nd home runs of the year. I have very mixed feelings about Barry Bonds because he is the reason I became a Giants fan when mm -hmm. he came from the Pirates in, I think, 93. But I agree with you that he <sighs> um, he deserves an asterisk next to anything. <laughs> um, anyway, October 7th, 2001, the United States invades Afghanistan accompanied mm -hmm. by other nations participating in Operation Enduring Freedom. 
That was, I don't remember that. That's what it was called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I blocked that out of my mind. I oh, just, my and God. just to inform you, enduring freedom means they literally this week are pulling troops out of Afghanistan. <laughs> and no one's and free. Failing. And failing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so October 8th, 2001, U.S. President George W. Bush announces the establishment of the Office of Homeland Security. Cool. 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 <laughs> Great. October 9th, 2001, the 2001 anthrax attacks continue as contaminated letters are mailed from Princeton, New Jersey, to U.S. Senators Tom Daschle of South Dakota and Patrick Leahy of Vermont. <laughs> So, great times. And Patrick Lee, he's like still a senator. Still a senator. Is he the, he's the most the tenured, octa- I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, number one movie is From Hell. Okay. And listen, I know Johnny Depp is canceled, um, and I stand by that, but this is a fucking great movie. I love this movie. <laughs> um, and if you have not read the Alan Moore comic book that is based on, I highly recommend. Um, it also features, I'm just going to have a true crime nerd out for one second. Please forgive me. But it features my favorite Jack the Ripper theory, um, which is the, it's called the Royal Conspiracy which like probably is not the real story behind Jack the Ripper, <laughs> uh-huh. but it's my favorite theory. Uh-huh. And the theory goes that Queen Victoria's surgeon was Jack the Ripper and killed all these women because her son, Prince, uh, God, I'm going to forget his name. I think Philip, maybe. Um, he had married and knocked up a prostitute or a sex worker, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, on the streets of London. And that because he married her, she was she was carrying the legitimate heir to the throne of England. Um, and so Queen Victoria was like, we got to mm. get rid of this person and everyone who knows, because that's a that's a real problem. <laughs> um, probably not what happened, but it is my favorite. No, theory. definitely not. <laughs> it's my favorite theory. I love it. Um, I've read every single book on Jack the Ripper. I, I'm like kind of obsessed with it. Okay. Anyway, um, number one song is "I'm Real" by Jennifer Lopez, yes. featuring John. Yes. <laughs> At, banger, <laughs> banger. At number twelve, we have Enrique Iglesias' "Hero." Okay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. At number 26, my girl Missy Misdemeanor Elliot with One Minute Man, a song oh, that yeah. I sang all the time. In <laughs> I love that song. Um, at number 46, we have Superman by Five for Fighting, which you might remember was used in season four, episode two of Dawson's Creek. So I'm it's wild that it's on the Billboard charts again. Yeah, interesting. Maybe because mm-hmm. of like operation restore freedom or whatever enduring freedom (laughs) enduring freedom (laughs) and last but most definitely not least debuting on billboard hot 100 this week at number 68 is my girl britney spears and the absolute classic i am a slave for you yes i know i was like they're coming i know i know do you the britney album (laughs) i want to tell you 
how many months I have had that Britney album Wikipedia on my like <laughs> I have like one tab of like you know tab of tabs like window of tabs for all our Dawson's critique stuff and that thing has been up there for like six months I'm like Julia girl do not miss this date most (laughs) most important date (laughs) don't worry the album has not been released yet but the first single off of it was I'm a slave for you um gotta tell you I rewatched both the video and the VMA performance um on YouTube with her with the snake and like if you haven't rewatched that VMA performance uh-huh. yeah if you haven't watched it in a while go do it because it's is amazing so talented Gosh. she's i mean free britney you know yeah anyway um so we open Aaron in Joey's dorm room yeah and Dawson's there like just hanging out and he has called the airport on the phone to check that his flight was on time, which just like take a minute with that. <laughs> like there are mo- like I know this was 2001, but there are moments in this episode that don't make sense because the Internet did, in fact, exist. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and Joey's like, oh, shit, Dawson, this is the last day that I can drop this writing class. Mm-hmm. Um and he, you know he's kind of like well, I thought you liked that class like what are you doing you're gonna drop yeah. it trying to encourage her mm-hmm. and she's like like I just I think it's too much work and I'm getting a C <laughs> <laughs> I mean I feel that but also come on Joey don't give up <laughs> Do it's like thing. the first week I don't know yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's been totally. one month like come yeah. on you've done yeah. one assignment but like okay okay anyways. <laughs> And so he's like pulling out his phone to call his his answering machine, and um, <laughs> and Joey's like, and he's like, oh, I've got one message, and it's from you. And Joey's like, <gasps> yeah. oh my god! And she like tries to grab his phone, and it's like, we're supposed to care, but like, I can't. You don't. I just can't. You don't. I can't. So they spent the whole weekend together, and they didn't talk about this. She didn't like yeah. bring it up at all. No. Okay. And like he, I mean, he's like, you sound kind of drunk. Like he's kind of like entertained at first. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, because I was drunk. So give me the phone. (laughs) Like, no, no, no. And she's like, drunk people should be able to delete their messages, which I actually kind of agree with. Like you should be able to. Yeah. And and they kind of argue and she tries to like grab the phone and then he gets like very serious and is like, stop, (laughs) let me listen. (laughs) And I was like, oh, look, it took one episode for them to be absolutely the worst again. Oh, my God. Well, it's just like them back together on screen together. Yeah. It's just horrible to watch. It's so frustrating. They have just like the worst relationship. Yeah. And zero romantic chemistry. Yeah. And like that aside, like even as, quote, best friends, like if someone was like, don't, can I delete that? Like I was drunk. I'm embarrassed. Like and he's like, no, like, let me listen to it. Like, (laughs) you know, it's mean. (laughs) Totally. Come on. Um, And so like then he gets like stone faced because he hears, you know, what she said that like they need to she needs to let him go and like cut the cord or whatever. And he's and I personally think he's rightfully mad at her for not bringing it up. <laughs> you know, she's yeah. like, he's like, wait, why did we spend a whole weekend together and you didn't say anything about this? And she's like, well, 
I thought you had heard it and like you didn't say anything. And it's like like I I can't be on her side at all. I can't. Okay. So I I like agree with you to a certain extent. There's a part of me that's like because he says he's like well, she says I don't remember what I said and which is a lie. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> she definitely remembers what mm-hmm. she said. Otherwise, she wouldn't try to get the phone out of his hand. Or the gist of it. Yeah. And, yeah. And he's like, well, the gist of it was goodbye. And like, she, uh, my thing was like, no, her gist was like, I'm going to stop clinging to this. It wasn't necessarily goodbye, like, f- as a friend. It was just like, I'm going to stop. Like, we're going to cut this cord, like, and not, like, think about it romantically. Right, but I... I ultimately think that's why they needed to talk about it because there are two ways to see it where it's like, I don't want to be your friend or like, I don't want to like have this back and forth anymore because it wasn't clear ever when she said it. And so like, he's reading it as like, you don't, you said you didn't want to be my friend and then I come and visit you and like, you didn't say anything. Okay. So here's where I take umbrage the most. You came and visited her after you told her mm-hmm. she was not, you were not visiting her. You just showed up and like, she's supposed to like, mm-hmm. you know, like you already said you weren't coming. So like, wh- you're, you're mad at her because you decided to fly 3000 miles after you told her you weren't going to do that. Like, you don't get to be mad about that part. That's my thing. That's my one thing. Oh, is he mad at about that part? Yeah, he's like, you know, I wish I had known this before I got on a plane and flew 3,000 miles to come see you. And I'm like, sir, you don't get to be mad about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's definitely true. Yeah. Yes. Like, you did it without her knowing you don't get to be mad at her <laughs> that, that, like, you mm-hmm. came. Even though... Because she, <laughs> like, to, for all she knew, he heard the message, got on a plane, came, and then, like... They didn't have this discussion. Now, I agree with you that, like, she never fucking brought this up. It's so fucked up. Like, (laughs) and again, just because I've maintained throughout, they act, the writers act like they talk about everything till they're blue in their face. They have these mind blowing conversations. Mm -hmm. So, like, what the fuck were they talking about the whole weekend? (laughs) What were they doing? What did they do? Oh, my God. What did they do? Yeah, like, he shows up early Saturday morning, and now it's Monday morning, and, like, what did you do all weekend? What did you do? I guess it's lost. Okay. Yeah. It was a climate change battle or whatever you said (laughs) happened in that movie. The the environment attacked them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Joey's like, like, sorry, go ahead. No, so he's just kind of like, I thought like we already talked about this stuff. Like I thought we talked about it three months ago because she says to him like, oh, well, I'm I'm not I didn't say anything like we didn't say three months ago. And so like, I don't know, like, what is your takeaway? Like to me, that means he thought it was a goodbye kiss, like per Mr. Professor Wilder's question. Like, was it goodbye or was it totally passionate? So Dawson, it seems like has reconciled that it was just a goodbye kiss, which is fucking weird. But like, okay, Okay. if that's what he needs to do to have this weird codependent relationship with Joey, like, fine. Mm -hmm. So he thinks it's a goodbye kiss. But she still is on the fence about what it was. And we know they spent the whole summer talking because like they referenced that. So why hasn't she talked about this with him? Well, my note in all caps was, this is why you don't work. Um, Because, like, 
I know. Because exactly. Why haven't you? You haven't even brought this up. Like, you're just fine. Mm -hmm. You're just fine with, like, the fact that, you know, you're kind of ambiguous. You don't know what that meant. And you're just going to, like, sit there in this, like, weirdo fucking limbo. Like, that's better than just knowing or not, you know, like. I don't know. I'm sorry. Because, like, she said. It's like how she she's like reverting back. Like we're supposed to believe she like reverted back to the 15 year old girl in a small town who's in love with her, you know, the boy down her the creek who only sees her as a friend. Like we're supposed to think that's her mindset. But mm-hmm. like I can't because I witnessed seasons two, three and four. So like <laughs> right. what? Right. Right. And of course, at this very moment, Audrey walks in and is like the queen of my soul and it's like <laughs> and she, she's like um the mood in here is like pretty bad P- pretty bad <laughs> yeah what happened <laughs> yeah and joey just like makes up the worst lie she's yeah. like oh dawson like Dawson's upset because, like, I can't show up around campus and I have to, like, go drop this class. Yeah. Okay. So she's, like, volunteering Dawson to, like, go on a tour of Worthington. Okay. Okay. Um, And, like, yeah. And so Audrey's like, oh, don't worry. Like, I can show you around. And so we're going to get, like, Dawson and Audrey time, which, to be honest, I'm very excited about. Same, same, same. But also, like... Audrey suggests that the the campus tours are fun. And I'm like, Dawson, my man, you are in Boston, Massachusetts. Like the the North End has great bakeries. You could like just go get some coffee in a bakery, take a walk Mm -hmm. on the Charles River. There's like things you can go entertain yourself with. So Audrey, who is still in a towel. Joey storms out. (laughs) Yeah, Joey storms out. I said that too. She legit storms out. (laughs) Storms out. And Audrey, who's still in a towel, was like, she's a handful, isn't she? And (laughs) Dawson's like, yeah, she kind of is. Okay. And then we go to the credits. Yeah. Okay. Joey sucks. It's hard. This episode, she's terrible to watch. (laughs) Yeah, she's pretty. But luckily all the other storylines are good. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of redeeming storylines with Joey. Um. So we go then to Jack and Jen walking down the street and they're talking about whether or not Charlie will call, even though he didn't get Jen's number. (laughs) And Jack argues that advances in information technology are there to help people track down people they're sexually attracted to. And I just said, oh, Jack, you you sweet summer child. (laughs) Like the, the wild thing is how dated this will this sounds like now (laughs) particularly after my history's mysteries next week it's gonna sound real dated i'm just gonna tell you just a little (laughs) hint 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 anyway so jack tells jen to throw herself at charlie next time she sees him because like she obviously (laughs) wants to and i was like yeah perfect advice no notes good job jack i know (laughs) absolutely she should Jen's like, yeah, but society will think I'm slutty. And then Jack, like, is so meta, and I love it so much. He's like, oh, right, you're the slut, even though you haven't had sex with anyone the entire time I've known you. I (laughs) was like, 
Hallelujah. Here we are. Yes. I love this. It's so true. Yeah. It's like, come on. Jack's like, I've kissed more boys in the past year than you. <laughs> Jen's like, that's not true. <laughs> and then Jack's like, how many straight men have you kissed? And she's like, zero. <laughs> I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jack realizes that they're lost and pulls out this yeah. map. And I was like, oh, God, yeah, that's real. That is really real. Yeah. yeah. And he said to her, he says to her, though, like, you're in college. Like, we're in college now. Like, no one's going to care anymore. Yeah. And I kind of like this for Jen. Like, we get to see her, like, start over in a real way, you know? Yeah. Totally. And Jen's like, well, we're near the radio station, so you can find us on the map. And Jack's like, and Jack, like, look, or Jen looks up and Charlie is like there being a DJ in the radio station. (laughs) And she's like, put put this map down immediately. (laughs) He's going to think we're stalking him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then like Charlie sees them and is like waves them in. It's so cute. And he we get a classic scene. He writes a note to her and it puts it upside down. Like, come in. And they like her and Jack like stand there and tilt their heads. It's it's like gonna be in the opening credits for like the rest of the show. I know. These I mean these soulmates, man. Look, they just tilt their head at the same angle at the same time. Kills me. So I love cute. it. I love it. So cute. And Jack like drags Jen into she's like, he's like, you gotta go. <laughs> I'm pushing your ass into this radio station right now. He's being like a total wingman. It's really awesome. the best. Totally. Yeah. Like, this is more desirable to watch than, like, the wingman he was with, like, um, Henry. Because, like, Mm. Jen is the excited one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Instead of him trying to convince her, like, no, Henry likes you. (laughs) He's like, you like him. Go for it. Yeah, like, go get some, girl. Yeah. Yeah. So even in growth in terms of him, I like that, too. Yeah, totally. So we then we go to Je- Joey talking to Professor Wilder. And mm-hmm. like he's just like, can you drop a pointless class like basket weaving or women's studies? And I was like, oh, God. I hate this guy. I hate oh, him. Fuck this I guy. Hate, like, it's like, it's not just that all the educators in Cape Side High suck. It's just like all the educators in Dawson's Creek <laughs> suck. Yeah, totally. This fucking misogynist. Get out of here. Fucking wild. And Joey is like, I'm gonna pretend like I didn't hear that. And you're like, okay. And then like I don't understand what's happening. Me, so she I has have the same thing. Something signed by the professor to drop the class on and then go to the <laughs> register's office with a piece of paper that's signed by the professor to drop the class. Apparently. Um, that is not a thing into no, 2001. No. We had, we did have the internet in college in 2001, and you could do a lot of this stuff online. Well, and like I, I didn't have a hard time believing that she would have to go to the registrar's office. I had a hard time believing that the professor would have to sign anything. I mean, that part is unbelievable, totally <laughs> to me. And also, <laughs> like, then right he's like, "That was your college experience," but that doesn't make any sense to me. The right. professor is busy. He doesn't want all these people coming to his to him. And he like and he he's just like, you didn't rewrite that story, did you? And like then goes into this whole thing about like she's well, she starts going into this whole thing about like everything's changed since like whatever. But I still haven't finished the story. 
And he's like, oh, everything's changed since Friday. And I was like, on what planet is this a conversation that's being had? Like, I don't, it's so annoying and it's, <laughs> it's so frustrating. And also, this isn't the assignment, Joey. Remember when he was like, you have to choose, it's fiction, da 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 da. da. Like, you know, mm-hmm. why are you being like, now everything's changed? I don't know how the story's going to end. It has to play out. And you're like, we're talking about fucking creative writing, not you're like, you're not writing memoir. a memoir, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on. And he's like, you know, oh, he he signs her paper, but says, no matter how many times this happens, it feels like getting dumped by your first girlfriend. And I'm like, that's not true. I teach a class at UCLA Extension. People have to drop it. I don't have any feelings about it. Like, I know it's the so end. gross. People Professor have to drop classes for so weird. Yeah, people have to drop classes well, yeah, for all kinds just- of reasons. Yeah, and they just constantly have to sexualize it, Joey. Yeah. Like, oh, you. This feels like when a girlfriend breaks up with me. Like, so you. That's how I see you. You know, and like, it's just disgusting. Like, why can't she just have a mentor? That's like not. There's no sexual like you know tension mm-hmm. there. Like they also don't even have sexual tension. It's purely pa- fabricated. Mostly because it's hard to take Ken Marino as a straight person. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. Like- but, like, it's also funny how, like, we're seeing how, like, D- Joey is, like, oh, she's a – he thinks she's, like, an untalented or, – like, or a talented, like, underdeveloped um, writer. But, like, her writing style is the exact same as Dawson where he just, like, writes his life over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Dawson, we go then to Audrey and Dawson walking across the quad and, like – you know, she's just kind of like, oh, I bet you would wish you weren't stuck with me. And like, he's kind of like, I, it's probably best that Joey and I are apart my, right now. And I'm like, then why don't you go back to L.A. and live your life? Then why are you friends? Why are you friends? And he says, literally, he says, if we spent the afternoon together, we'd probably end up saying something we'd regret. And I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, why would you want to be romantically involved with a person that you can't be around because you'll start fighting? Or friends. Like, or I don't friends. know. It's like, yeah, like, even the friendship aspect doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, they're still friends. He stayed over the weekend. They didn't fuck. Right. Absolutely they didn't. So they're friends. He thought they're friends. Yeah. She said she wanted to be friends. He took her at her word but jokes on him she just is a big fat liar (laughs) i guess so then they talk about like how audrey and dawson talk about how someone like joey can be so smart and so dumb and like at at the same time and like in five years i bet that audrey will hit a man for saying such a thing about her friend but like we Uh just weren't there yet (laughs) i know you know (laughs) Yeah. Um. I. I like. I was waiting for Audrey to say something like, "Don't fucking talk about her like that." And then I was like, "Oh right, I know. No, we were in 2001." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um. And she's not stupid. She's frustrating. <laughs> but I hear you. It's like. Yeah. Totally. Ugh. Yeah. Totally. Um. Yeah. So they get to this like I don't know stone statue thing. It's probably we don't a know Confederate what it is. monument in, I know. in <laughs> South Carolina <laughs> or in North Carolina or wherever the fuck they film oh, the show. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like um and Audrey's like, oh here we are. This is where the tour starts. And we find out that she's a tour guide. And Dawson is like he's genuinely excited. 
Yeah, and she says, like, oh, you can thank me later for rocking your world with this tour. And, like, she's just so fucking fun, man. Like, she has such a good time. And I'm just like, I love this. I love Audrey. Yeah, I know. So So we go back to the station and Jen mm -hmm. walks in and, like, she sits down in the studio, like, across from Charlie at a chair. And he's, like... (laughs) He, like, hands her headphones and like yeah. so she can listen and for her to be there yeah yeah and like he says they just got a request for a girlfriend in a coma by the smiths which <laughs> i will admit is a favorite song of mine i love that song and fucking jen fucking linley turns the microphone on and in front of charlie is like we're not gonna play that <laughs> she's yeah. like nope she's like morrissey's an asshole fuck that <laughs> yeah because she's so hilarious and she's just like this is the problem with college radio there's too many requests for quote ambisexual geniuses which fucking floored me that was the best line so <laughs> brilliant like, so yes. brilliant <laughs> and then she starts grilling charlie on if he likes being on the radio because he likes to talk to people who can't talk back and he's like you can tell he's like not quite sure but is also like having a great time yeah <laughs> this girl is like because you get the vibe he's so hot that like he doesn't have girls that banter and are like witty uh-huh. with him you uh-huh. know? so he's yeah. like who is this this is amazing <laughs> yeah. yeah totally totally and she's like why are you gonna play why are you playing the smiths man play the ramones play some rap like come on and he's yeah. like, you can't play that in the morning. People are hungover. <laughs> <laughs> and she like in their banter, she kind of like admits she regrets not getting his phone number. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, but like, it's kind of obvious when like a girl, I mean, a woman mm. has a tall boyfriend. <laughs> and... and- <laughs> She's she, first of all, I want to say, like, let me backtrack to when she tells him that she's like regrets not getting his number because she does it in the smoothest way where I was like, girl, <laughs> what this smooth ass Jen Lindley. She like makes that point without like really making that like she uh, it's just the best. And uh-huh. so Charlie's like, oh, you know, well, you had a boyfriend and she's like, hmm. So not super perceptive that that man that was with me is definitely gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and was wearing an op- Abercrombie sweater. <laughs> and like. <laughs> and Charlie and looks like. Charmed by her. Yeah. He's just totally. like smitten too. And it's cute because like they have like an equal level of excitement about each other. So totally. I'm, I'm excited for this for Jen. Yeah. And we go out on G- Girlfriend in a Coma. He says, I'm going to play Girlfriend in a Coma and then I want to play the Ramones. And I'm like, yeah, all right, Charlie, my kind of dude, my kind of dude. So we go to the harbor and we're like, yes, finally, we're going to get a Pacey (laughs) storyline. Like we haven't seen him really in the past Mm -hmm. couple of episodes. And like we see him come out of the boat and then like this girl comes out and they're all like super cuddly. And then you're like, oh, shit, that's Jennifer Morrison. (laughs) Yeah. From legit house once upon a time this is us and how i met your mother like famous jennifer like she's on everything jennifer morrison yeah Yeah. and pacey and they're like oh sorry go ahead super like cuddly and you're like oh shit no wonder pacey doesn't want anyone to know he's in town because Mm. he like has like a lady friend 
Uh-huh, he does. He goes on this big rant about, like, how the French came to the Caribbean and colonized everything, only to fill the place with topless beaches, which the English never would have done. And I'm like, you got so close, Comrade Pacey. So close. I know. To the I point. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. And he, they like, kind of, like, have a photo where he's, like, it's similar... A- call back to the like cell phone where Joey's like give me that phone I want to delete the message and he has like a photo and and Jennifer Morrison's character Melanie she's like oh no give it to me give it to me and he's like no let me keep it let me keep it and we find out like her uncle owns the boat right because it's seemingly like a naked picture of her no yeah or like topless at least Yeah. yeah yeah and he like wants to keep this picture I'm like oh remember when we had to do that with actual film gosh <laughs> that was a bad time y'all you couldn't just delete that shit there, there are pictures floating in the ether that i think about every once in a while and i'm like i hope someone burned those <laughs> i know they're lost somewhere totally oh my gosh um, so we learned so, that, yeah oh so they make dinner plan or like lunch plans yeah yeah and like and he just seems so happy yeah like he, he seems, seems like like Pacey we haven't seen since like early season he four. sailed off in the sunset yeah yeah he sailed off in the sunset maybe. yeah yeah yeah. I mean th- yeah. yeah like early season four like you know yeah. like he's just as like he's tan he's excited you know he seems like in good spirits and I'm like yeah. finally I want this I want this person back mm-hmm. and you kind of are like yeah maybe Joey doesn't make people good people <laughs> but um we see like Doug walk up yeah. and I'm like, why the fuck is Doug here? Right. Like and how he, like, far is Cape side from Boston? Did we ever like establish it's like that? Two to three hours. Okay. So he's just there. He just comes for a second. Casey a business card. But so Doug like checks out Jennifer Morrison's character as he's, she's like leaving. Um, mm-hmm. Like he like looks back at her like, Ooh, my brother got this hot piece. And I'm like, Doug, keep it in your pants. Jesus yeah but Christ. he's heard of her he's like oh is that melanie and yeah and, yeah you know so like we know that pacey and doug do talk and like that right. doug, pacey has told doug about like this girl he's dating yeah and then they like banter a little yeah. and then doug's like so what are what's your plan what are you trying to do with your life right and pacey's, pacey's like, like i don't want to have this conversation well, and he's basically like, I'm hanging out until a big yacht needs a deckhand, and then I'm getting on the yacht and, like, going and doing that. Which mm-hmm. actually, like, doesn't seem like a bad, you know, like, okay, if that's what if that's what makes you happy, like, go do it, man. Yeah, totally. But Doug isn't having this, and he's like, look, like, he hands him this business card for a chef, and, like, Pacey's like, well, I don't want to... says to him, like, are you, is, he's like... Is waiting on the rich going to be a permanent part of your life? Right. And Pacey's like, just <laughs> like right now. Like right. he has this total like realistic, authentic way of thinking of it. And it's like, I don't know. It's super interesting where Doug's like, is this what you're going to do forever? And it's like, he's fucking 18. Like yeah, even Doc is not for... going to be in school forever. Like Jack's not going to be in school forever. So like, right. that's not how this, sh- even if he was in college, he's not doing that forever. Right. So bizarre. Right. And like, you know, Pacey's like, I don't really want to work at a restaurant or work retail. Like, I'm not into this. Like, 
which fair. Yeah. And and Doug's like, well, just go see this Although guy. It, just- it feels so interesting to me the way the show constantly degrades service and retail. And it's like, that is the narrative. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And it's I mean, like my thing interesting is like interesting why companies are having a hard time attracting labor when they, you know, degrade certain types of labor. It's it, it, yeah, that is interesting. Um, my thing is like I think it's perfectly acceptable to say I don't want to work in food service. I don't, don't want to do work that. in retail. Like, yeah. also, I mean, there's a I part of me that school, you yeah. know, like he. I mean, there is a part of me that thinks everyone should have to work food service and or retail because it, I think it makes you a better person. Um, but uh, but I, I don't hear. know if it makes you a better person per se, but I think at least then you when you participate on the, you know, customer end, you can be a better person maybe yeah. or like you have a better understanding of the experience of like the shit but, that those people go through. I mean, you know, yeah. Um, so Doug's like, just do this for, for me for a favor. And then he leaves. And that's my thing. Did ba- Doug drive all the way to Boston to talk to his brother for two minutes? I, uh, I was stunned. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, mean, I agree that I was like, maybe because he has the business card, he was seeing his friend at the restaurant. Yeah. And like, talk to him and like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So weird. <laughs> so we go back to campus and I was like, and Joey is introduced to the joys of college bureaucracy. <laughs> the line drop class looks like a Disneyland line. And I was like, yeah, it's wild though. <laughs> it, this is like an absurdly long yeah, one. It, like, it snakes up six flights. It's never, it's never like sense. that. I, I mean, I've waited, but you I, definitely yeah. have to wait. Yeah. There's bureaucracy. Um, and so then we go right to Audrey and Dawson where she's like asking him about USC and if it's all it's cracked up to be. And she's like, she's from LA. She's from LA. And she's like, I hate it there. And I can't imagine what strangers think. And like Dawson's like, it's not entirely awful. And Mm -hmm. was like, my theory about LA is that LA is a fungus. It grows on you slowly. Um, And yeah, like, like there's, you know, people just like different things and like they want different things about their where they live. So totally. Yeah. But I find that with a lot of people I know, they like initially hate L.A. I mean, I was like I was like raised to hate L.A. Um, mm-hmm. And then you go once or twice and you realize that it's like actually not that bad. And then you actually you're like, oh, actually, this is kind of a great city. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you find out that it's like I mean, in my estimation, the best city. Um, <laughs> and and you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I think with L.A., it's just that, like, you have to find it. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, it's not like New York where, like, all the great stuff is a- immediately apparent. You know? Um, yeah. It's like, anyway, that's my L.A. theory. Yeah. Um, and then like Audrey asks if she knows this person that Dawson, like from her high school that Dawson knows. And they like talk shit on like the weirdo film people. Yeah. Um, like That felt like so of, authentic to yeah, me. Like, yeah. oh yeah. Like, you know, someone, I, I bet you know someone from my high school yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, she's uh, yeah. wild. You yeah, know? And it's like, you can totally like picture someone saying those exact same things about Dawson, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> 
Um, and Dawson, yeah, it and seems so, like maybe doesn't like USC that much. Yeah, like he says, like, I don't know, like I knew film school would be f- filled with posers, but like this is a bit much, you know? And it's like, again, I think someone is saying these exact same things about Dawson. <laughs> like, sure. You know, like, oh, totally. Like he chooses to go to like an, a specific art school, like a film school, like because you want to be a filmmaker, which like – Come on. If you're like a 17-year-old filmmaker, you're a fucking poser. You're just like Absolutely. making rip-offs of like what, you know, you're learning your craft. So like that is what it is, you know, and like Yeah, I think Dawson didn't know how hard it would be. Mm-hmm. And you kind of wish to be so far away. And you kind of wish like I like this scene, but like we got a little bit deeper into this, you know. I agree in this be- scene. I agree because he's she's kind of like it's a little weird that like you flew all the way across the country in October, mm-hmm. you know, like and, he, you know, he was he says he was homesick and Audrey's like, but you're not home. This isn't home. You yeah. Know? And, he's, and like, he's like, but all my friends are here. Right. So that's where we maybe learn that he saw Jack and Jen this weekend. We have no idea still what happened over the weekend, but apparently he saw Jack and Jen. And like he gives some speech about like how if your friends from high school sucked, it might be easier because you could just like not miss anyone. Um, And I was like, oh, I don't think that that's true, but okay. (laughs) It's weird, like the way they want to like. Yeah. I don't know. Have him, like I that's what I mean is like you get what he's saying because like you understand the experience but what he's saying doesn't make any sense and like it also is such a cop out because like even if you have amazing friends from high school like you meet so many people in college like totally. you just do. Totally. You know. <laughs> so Absolutely. like like he it's like he, Dawson you've only been there for a month you haven't even given it a shot it sounds like and if you're already spending like what Audrey's trying to say is like if you're already spending one weekend in October like a few you know a month or two in away from your school you're not really investing in your your experience in school well yeah and also it's like you know we got that thing at the at the end of last season where he went early so even if he left in June like we seemingly saw at the end of season four like he's still you know i mean like yeah sure i guess it's a little more understandable but we've seen nothing of dawson's side of things that say that he Mm -hmm. like has been failing to make friends like all we've seen is that he got fired from an internship which sucks Mm -hmm. i mean don't get me wrong that's not fun but like we haven't seen him interact with anyone at USC. Yeah. <laughs> like, is he getting a C in his classes? You know? Right. Totally. So we go from them to this restaurant where a chef is like telling she the special. to him. Oh. She does say she's worried about him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sweet. Sweet. Audrey's the best. So we go to this restaurant where a chef is telling the specials, and then we see Lourdes Benedicto, who is known for ER24 and NYPD Blue, as many more and many more. Um, Also, Afro-Latina woman. Um, So Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Um, And she's giving the chef shit about the menu, which I dug. (laughs) Um, And like, you know, just like a moment that a woman of color gets to say lines on Dawson's Creek. Um, 
hasn't happened yeah. in a while. So, <laughs> yeah, totally. And Pacey walks in and his clothes fit him. Mm-hmm. His shirt's tucked in. Yeah. I, I don't know who I'm looking at. I mean, different Pacey he wear than like we a left. better person. It's like, yeah. I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. It's like a summer away did him well, mm-hmm. which is interesting in juxtaposition to Dawson, where a summer away is like left him like crippled with like, <laughs> you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> doubt and like you know desperate to like reconnect with his friends but yeah so um the chef uh like talks to pacey and he feeds him a rabbit ravioli um which <laughs> sounds gross to me but i'm a vegetarian Terrible. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, the chef's like, oh, are you the new dishwasher? And Pacey's like, no, no. Like, I'm just here as a favor to my brother. Um, So, like, if you could point me to Danny Brecker, that would be great. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> he's like, because my brother Doug sent me here. And the chef is like, oh, I'm Danny Brecker. I know your brother. So you are my d- new dishwasher. You are the <laughs> it's funny yeah um and he said uh danny says like oh you just graduated from high school and you're not going to college so like what are you gonna do and pacey's like yeah right because college is the answer to everyone's problems <laughs> Kate, and, Pacey, like, they Pacey. kind of like banter about whether or not pacey my king I will say is like yeah <laughs> the answer that's not the answer yeah mm. <laughs> it's like right on the nose mm-hmm. this episode gives us so many like moments where you're I like know. that's right <laughs> yes <laughs> and so Pacey and Danny like they banter about like whether or not like Pacey's gonna take this job or not mm-hmm. and Pacey's like nope I'm just here as a friend you know, favor to my brother. I'm just doing what he asked, but like, I'm going to, I want to be on a boat like again. And so he ends up leaving Pacey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they're like, okay, great. Nice meeting you. Not going to work. Fine. Yeah. And we cut straight to Charlie, Jen in Charlie's room. Asking his dorm room. Yeah. His dorm room asking why he has the vindication of the rights of women sexual mm-hmm. politics and the autobiography of Alex 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 B. Toklas and she's like I would have bought it if you just had one of these but this is overkill <laughs> and I laughed <laughs> so funny it's hilarious and he's like I'm taking a feminist lit class and she's like to fuck girls <laughs> and it's yeah, like, like oh Jen I know that class just has lesbians <laughs> in it <laughs> <laughs> true um oh man so jen is like apparently they made a bet at the studio about something and jen is skeptical because charlie owns license to ill by the beastie boys so he can't possibly also own the essential dolly parton and i hate to break it to you jen but those two albums are sitting right next to me <laughs> because I own both of them <laughs> most definitely. It's so funny. And like, 
I don't know. It's weird that he's like acting like this is such a deep cut, but he's like, no, you gotta see, you gotta hear Dolly Parton's the original version of "I Will Always Love You." Um, it'll change your life, like da da da. But like they play the original version in the Bodyguard. Oh, do they? Yeah, that's how the song comes to be. She listens to it on the jukebox. Oh, interesting. Because I felt like in this period, like I had some dude teach me this. Like I felt I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, there was like a brand of dude in college in 2001 that like taught you that Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You was actually a Dolly Parton song. But that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I guess I had just like forgotten that about the bodyguard. Also, (sighs) to try. Charlie says, I Will Always Love You was made popular and sucky by Whitney Houston. And excuse you, I would walk out of that no. dorm room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Those are like, you can't decide. Like, there there are some songs that are like better as a cover, you know? Sure. Like, I, I do like Wild Ho- um, Horses better, the Sunday's version, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. But like, this one is like, they're such different songs. They're, they're not so even. They're, like, not even the same song. And, like, my thing is, like, Whitney Houston's pipes, I mean, her voice, you know, A, mm-hmm. and but that drum hit, which is, like, arguably the best yeah. drum hit in music history. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just call that sucky? Excuse me? I know. <laughs> also, just fun fact about, just fun fact about me, I wore out the Bodyguard soundtrack two times on cassette i wore out two different cassettes Mm -hmm. of the bodyguard soundtrack and i have one more fun fact about dolly parton which is that she wrote i will always love you and jolene on the same day oh wow damn (laughs) so like get on dolly parton's level is all i'm saying i know i don't think that's possible i don't think so either (laughs) anyway um So so She's just, like, totally smitten that, like, there's just, like, this hot guy that, like, knows all this stuff about music. Like, she just can't believe it. And I'm, like, so excited for Jen, you know? Yeah, same. And then he totally, like, calls her, like, oh, you're just a classic, like, upper middle class girl with a free Tibet sticker Mm -hmm. who drives an old Volvo around. And I was like, Julia. (laughs) Girl, Jen, we could be friends. (laughs) Definitely drove an old... I didn't have a free-to-bed sticker in my defense. I know. I'm sure I had a coexist sticker at some point, though. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, And she, like... Oh, I love this moment for her. She's like, mm -hmm. no, I'm just from a small town and I live with my grandma. And I just like that she gets to, like, be this person. She's not New York Jen. She's not slutty Jen. She's just, like, a girl from a small town who, like like has a great grandma you know like she doesn't have this sordid past that she has to like carry like a bag of rocks with her totally and like you know she just like is not exactly what charlie imagined which is cool and like charlie's like that works for me and then they just make out (laughs) yeah which i love so cute she just like jumps on him it's so cute it's amazing yeah (laughs) Um, so Joey calls Dawson from line um, and she tells mm-hmm. him that it's taking like longer than she thought. But like <laughs> Dawson and Audrey like kind of fuck with Joey a little bit because they can see her in the line. <laughs> like, yeah. Then they like come over like they like fuck with her for a second and then come over. And it's like 
super awkward immediately. Okay. <laughs> I know. And Joey's like, Audrey, um, and Audrey's like, you want me to hold your place? Yeah, I got you, girl. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And she's like, okay, Joey. Like, oh my God. She uh, sucks. She, she sucks right now. Jo- she pulls Dawson aside and she like berates him for spending the morning with Audrey. Yeah. Yeah. But you I was... suggested this. <laughs> I was you put them together. I was stunned. I was like, what are we doing right now? What? Um and like Dawson Dawson's like, Audrey's actually like really cool. I really like her. She's awesome. (laughs) You know? And and Joey's like, well, she's just flirting with you. And Dawson's like, so what? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. And then Joey's like, you should just go hang out with Jack and Jen. And I'm like, what? Girl, what are you doing? (laughs) What is happening? I know. And Dawson's like, I think we should finish the conversation we started. And I'm like, yeah, you think? I mean, clearly it's going well right now. I know. Yes. You need to finish this conversation. Like, what? Joey's being extra. And Joey's like, well, I just said what you said that you know, three months ago that we should just go our separate ways. And he's like, well, are you 100% ready to do that? And you're like, what? Okay, Dawson, I had your back. (laughs) What are you talking about? I know. Okay. And And she's like, like, she looks at him kind of stunned. And she's like, you're just, you're getting on a plane. Like, what's the future? Like, you know, kind of like, what's the future? We had this great weekend. Why are we going to spoil it? Talking about something that means nothing. And like Dawson's like, our future means nothing. And she's like, you're getting on a plane. We don't have a future. And I'm kind of, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, I mean, you're friends. Like, that's your future right now. Like... (laughs) Like, it's weird because, like, you know, I get it. Like, I remember this time in your life where, like, you miss your friends and you miss a lot of that stuff. But, like, well, like you've pointed out, he was gone all summer, too. So, at this point, it's been, like, four months. And also, he's wanted to be a filmmaker his whole, like, childhood. So, it always meant going to film school, like, somewhere, like, away from her. And so, like, it's weird that, like, like Dawson's, like, drama, I get it. Like, he's welcome to be like, I thought I knew what I wanted to do, and now I'm like, I don't know if I was ready for that, you know? Like, I totally understand that. Right. Joey, she's fucking insane. Like, she's wild. <laughs> she's acting totally wild. Because, like, like... It just doesn't make any sense. And Joey's like, uh, you should go. And Dawson's like, yeah, you should get back in line. And, like, Joey watches Dawson and Audrey take off together. And, like, my thing is just, like, these people are terrible at communicating with each other. Like. They're not even good friends. Like, I don't know. It's weird that she's like, if you go and follow your dreams, we have no future. Like, to me, that's what I heard her say. If you go to L.A. and you make movies, we don't have a future. Well, and I think for me, the thing that, like, makes me fucking angry is that, like, we're obliterating any tentative friendship that they had built back up in season four. Like, and there's a part of me that's like, look, season four, the end of it is problematic. I do like that Joey and Dawson kind of had built back to, like, an uneasy friendship, but, like, somewhat of a friendship. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know... 
again, with our like th- thoughts and feelings about earning it, like you give them the whole year to recover from like what happened at the end of season three. And like, they have earned it somewhat. And then like, all of a sudden we're back here. Give me a fucking break. And what is here? It's like, Joey, what the fuck do you want? She hasn't even said to him, like, I want to be with you. Like, you know, so it's like hard to even know what they're fighting about and to even care, to be honest. I mean, honestly, just be wild to him. And like, of course he's like acting like, what's going like what's going on you know because she's being so wild to him yeah he thought they were friends and now she's like adding all these other elements and dimensions that but like being evasive about what that actually means and what she she want to be with him does she want to be with him do you get that vibe like i I know (laughs) no and so (laughs) i don't know what i don't know what the actual so that's why he's feeling that like wait I don't get the vibe you want to be with me, but like, I don't know what you want from me either. Right. <sighs> so we go then like Joey gets to the front of the line and it turns out professor Wilder has signed his name, Oscar Wilde. So Joey can't drop this class. And I'm just like, honestly, I can't, I, just, I, like, <laughs> I can't I'm fucking over this. The like, registrar is like, you need to get a person to sign this that's alive. And you're like, just forge it right on the spot, Joey. What the fuck is happening? I know. I know. 100%. I like, there's no fucking way. Like, it's, it and that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing is there's like 9,000 other reasons to be in a long ass line and like have mm-hmm. this contrived situation like not be totally insane and ridiculous. I'm sorry, not insane, but just wild and ridiculous. But like, what the fuck? Like, why? Why did they keep doing this? I don't know. I don't know. And it's not even funny. Like, if it was like jokes, you know, you'd yeah, be like, yeah. okay, cool. Right. <laughs> like, but it's, but not. it's not. It's just stupid. Yeah. Okay. So then we go to lunch with Jennifer Morrison, Melanie, um, yeah. and Pacey's and like, Casey. he's like complaining about how nice the restaurant is she's taking him to, which is like mm-hmm. reminded me too that like the kind of bougie restaurants that we like now eat in all the time, like we're not really, mm-hmm. that's not like, <laughs> that wasn't what we were doing back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those were totally. like just barely starting. Like this, the restaurant that he just left, like that was just barely like... There was like very well, even fancy. later. Yeah, I know. Even later in the episode, he's like, "You charge twenty dollars for this pork chop." I was like, mm, "Like, I've got news for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can pay like twenty dollars for like a Beyond Burger. <laughs> like, you <Right>. know, <laughs> yeah. Wait until you pay twenty dollars for a fucking salad, <laughs> then you're really gonna be mad." <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> Anyway, and he just wants to leave and fool around with her. He's yeah. like, come on, let's just, you know what I want to do. And he's like, no, I got tort. She's like, I got torts. Like, I don't, I got shit I need to do. And he's like, you don't even really like law school. That's a total scam. And she's like, I, I actually do. I, yeah. I do like law school. Yeah. He's like, you're only doing it to make your parents happy. And she's like, no, I'm not. I, I like it. He's like, but yeah. your parents are happy. And she's like, it, yeah. it can be both. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god poor pacey <laughs> just like he's so traumatized yeah and like he's getting the experience of meeting new people and like right. seeing other perspectives you know so totally. like this is part of what it means to be 18 totally 
So then the check comes and she grabs it. And Pacey's like, what are you doing? And she's just like, sir, I have rich parents. I'm paying for this meal. You don't have a job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you don't have a job. He's like, you don't either. And she's like, yeah, but my parents are rich and I got a trust fund. And he kind of scoffs at that. And she's like, well, would you rather, like, I don't act like that's the truth? (laughs) You know, you don't want me to be who I am. Right. And he's Uh, like, he's like, she says, oh, get with the times. This is what rich girls do for their cute slacker boyfriends. And like, ooh, that hit every single one of Pacey's insecurities. I was just like, oof, that mm -hmm. one hurt, Pacey. He was like, ooh, ouch. (laughs) I mean, it's true. It's true, but it also, Mm -hmm. I know it hurt him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go to Charlie's where Jen wakes up after her post-coital nap. Like, girl, get it. I'm so I happy know. for you. I love it. It was I so good. It. You like napped for how long Passed after? Out. Good I'm job. In bed. Woo. Woo. I'm happy for you. Um, <laughs> and she like super embarrassed because she has trauma around sex. Yeah, totally. You know, and she just like, I can't believe you let me fall asleep. And he's like, What is happening? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> she's like, I can't believe I did this after everything me and Jack talked about. And he's like, Who's Jack? And she's like, I told you, my gay best friend. And he's like, I'm, What? And she's like, I'm late. I'm late. <laughs> I've also, got to get dinner with my grandma. And he's like, I thought you were kidding about that. <laughs> also, like, we were just in a moment where we called our best friends who were gay our gay best friends. Because I definitely had a gay yeah. best friend that I called that. And I was like, oh, yeah. And at some point, I just realized how fucking dumb that was. <laughs> like, just your best friend. Yeah. He's just my best friend. <laughs> anyway, so like Jackson, like full panic, or Jen's in full panic mode and is like throwing clothes on and then like stealing. Where's my shoe? Shoes. Where's my shoe? <laughs> and uh, like, <laughs> um, he like pulls on his boxers and I was like, I mean, he does not look bad in just a pair of boxer shorts. <laughs> gotta say. Like he's not my type, but he's not like, mine either. I get but, it. Yeah, <laughs> but he and he gives and her this like sweet speech to her. I know. I love that she gets this. She never got this with Henry, even though he was in love with her and obsessed with her. Aww, he never yeah. got this. And he's like, "Look, like, don't run away from this. Like, we met, we liked each other, we had sex. Like, and I just want to keep hanging out with you. You seem really rad. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, man." Look at the look at the I contrast know. between Dawson and Joey, who are like an actual fucking train wreck. And this where Charlie's <laughs> like, hey, like we met each other. We thought he, we were cute. We liked each other. We had sex. Like, it's really not that big. It of a was thing. fun. Let's keep doing that. Yeah. And she's smiled. And she's like, OK, you can call me. And he's like, calling you. And he grabs her and kisses her and pulls her back into his room. I and love it's it. so sweet. Get it, John. Get it go i'm so happy for you girl um so then we go to wilder's classroom um because we're back at this storyline she's got two storylines and they're both dumb (laughs) so she goes to professor wilder and she's like this isn't funny and he was like she has the gall to say to him if you didn't want to sign the form you should have told me in the first place and it's like she always does that you should just tell me in the first place when like she has what does she want from Dawson 
She's never told you anyone told what she wanted. Ever. You don't yeah. do that. Like, that's not in your character, Joey. Like, oh, my God. This is so ridiculous. Also, like, and- I'm I'm on her side that, like, he has just wasted her whole fucking day. Like. Yeah. Like, fuck that. That's fucking bullshit. But, like, Wilder is says this thing where he's like, when I meet a freshman who knows the difference between it's possessive, no apostrophe and it's possessive with apostrophe. I want them in my class. And I'm like, I'm so low tired. bar at Worthington. There's such I'm a low so- bar at Worthington. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm exhausted by this. Oh my God. Like, okay. I thought this was a school for smart kids. Like, what? Okay. <sighs> also like, Oh my God. Anyway, so Joey's like, you know, I can drop the class if I want. Like, you can't just, like, force me to be in this class. And then he says, you fluster easily. You have no ability to roll with the punches. And okay, my guy, she is 18 and on her own for the first time. So, like, maybe cut her a a fucking ounce of slack. I don't even think that's the point about her, her, you know, she being 18 alone. It's like she's asked to leave this class and you're making it hard for her to leave the class for no reason. Right. Because you're like, that would be really frustrating. You're like, like why is this happening to me? Yeah. Yeah. I would just be like, why is this happening? I don't want to be in this class. I don't know what this joke about Oscar Wilde is on my thing. Like, you know, like that's whatever i mean i would have just forged it just like okay <laughs> oh, no totally <laughs> like that registrar knows the signature of professor wilder okay right and he's like you know you're getting a c in my class right and she's like yeah and he's like and you wouldn't be dropping it if you were getting a higher grade and she's like no probably not and he's just like oh so you only do things you can do well right And then she, like, Mm -hmm. has this big rant about how that's not true. And somehow this rant ends up at Dawson and the future of their relationship, which Joey thought had no future. And I'm like, go with that feeling, girl. I'm I'm here for that. Like, I don't understand. Then why didn't she say that to him when they started having this conversation? She's like, I thought we had no future. So, like, what have we spent this whole episode arguing about? I mean, that's my point from, like... (laughs) (laughs) to fucking minute one is like you seem to be on the same page but you're in a fight Mm -hmm. and i don't understand (laughs) how that's true (laughs) like okay okay so then wilder's like (laughs) basically is like put it in the book honey (laughs) like he's like okay you need to write it down because that shit didn't make any sense and you're like preach son like oh my god same right same can we just cut joey out of this whole episode i mean truly truly she literally this isn't fair but then she goes and sits down and writes it yeah why because she can't say no to authority figures apparently Uh, yeah she just has such weird relationship with men you know Mm. So we go then to like the bell tower slash the top of a castle or something. I don't know. I don't understand East Coast architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dawson and Audrey, I think they filmed this at Duke, maybe. Anyway, Dawson oh. and Dawson and Audrey are like talking and looking over like all of Worthington, mm-hmm. and like Audrey like, kind of jokingly suggests they make out, and then yeah, Dawson's like sure, and Audrey's like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> which I loved. 
<laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. And she's like, even though Joey wouldn't admit this, she's my friend or she will be. And like, I know she wouldn't like it if I kissed you. Yeah. And Audrey's like super like, I just love this place. Like, I'm so happy here. This is what college is supposed to look like. And then she says, LA couldn't look like this in a million years. And I have like a bone to pick with that sentence. Absolutely. LA looks like that. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, it's just like weird. I don't like that whole narrative. I just like, I cannot get on board with. I feel like all of these things are why we have a polarized country. It's like yeah. LA's this, you know, and like, ew, LA's so ugly. And you're like, I don't know. Like, there's, it's like, a, like, a, brick buildings are scary to Angelinos because you die in those. So, like, yeah, we they don't fall have down in buildings. earthquakes. Yeah. That's scary. I look at a brick building. I'm like, I don't want to go in there. No yeah. way, you yeah. know? Um, so it's just like different. Like, yeah. so, the, of why would some a place LA that is was founded in 1789 or 81 by Spaniards look anything like a town that was founded by English people like you know yeah. it's like okay <laughs> and also and also USC and UCLA are always Harvard like yeah. Always. So <laughs> yeah. they definitely look like that. They have the fake LA brick. Um, that's like reinforced a million times. Anyway, so you know, Audrey's like, I know you like LA. And then she like starts listing off how things are going well for him, like including the internship. And he's like, she's just like, you know, all these things are going you've got going for you. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, You're gonna go back, right? <laughs> Which, like, is weird to me. Like, she's definitely picking up on his energy. Absolutely. Um, And so, and, like, she also is, like, such a positive vibe, like, much similar to Andy, you know? Yeah. But she's definitely picking up on his energy. And she's like, you're going to go back, right? Yeah. And he's, like, kind of is, like, stunned at the question. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, of course. I mean, like, school's school. And she's like, oh, no, I. I meant the job. Are you going to go back to the job? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, actually, I got fired. I got fired. <laughs> and then Audrey kind of astutely says, that's the one less thing tying you to L.A. And here's where I looked up how long it took Brenda Walsh to come back from L.A. from Minnesota and in 90210. Mm-hmm. And it was episode three after she went away to college. I remembered that as being longer. But like... My thing with this kind of narrative is that, like, I think we saw Dawson lose one internship, which sucks. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But, like, we haven't seen him interact with anyone else in L.A. except for this, like, one internship and the fucking security guard at this, Mm -hmm. like, studio. So, like, again, my complaint with earning it is it's like, you haven't showed me that Dawson, you showed me that Dawson had, like, a bad day. Maybe mm-hmm. a bad week, but you haven't shown me that like Dawson's miserable. Yeah. Or like, even if they didn't show it, like if we didn't have this fucking boring, trite storyline that we don't even know what's happening between him and Joey and all of those scenes where them talking about how he's like unhappy and the reasons why or how he misses everyone. Like if we got to see like the weekend of them hanging out and him being like, man, I miss this. Like I miss our friendship. Like, I don't know. Like it's hard being in LA. Like if we get, if we got to see at least that kind of confliction. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, And like, yeah, we leave them at that. 
Um, and we go to wild. It's like interesting. He's kind of having this like vulnerable conversation about how he feels about college with Audrey, someone he like just met like 48 hours ago. And like, that is because she is like, she is, you know, like that. And she's also there and everything, but she, you know, she's a little bit like Andy where she'll just like ask a lot of questions, but like, that's what I, it, it doesn't feel even earned in this one scene because it's like, well, we don't know how he's been feeling throughout about right. his college experience. Cause we have to have this boring ass storyline that we don't even know what's happening. I think that's why it's so boring. What exactly are they fighting about? Right. Him and Joey. Well, and what exactly does he want and what exactly does she want? Like, it's very unclear. Yeah. 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 Um, Because then we go back to Joey who like, is at Wilder's and he's reading her essay and he's like, you're an overthinker, but when you actually sit down and put your mind to it, you can separate what matters from what doesn't. And like, then he, I've never seen it. (laughs) I've rarely seen it. And he asks for her paper thing and then like signs it for real. Mm -hmm. I mean, which I guess is cool, except he just wasted her whole fucking day. I know. And she, kind of is like asks him if if he thinks she's copping out yeah and then she kind of gets real in a way that we wish i wish she could see her have this conversation with audrey or with jen where she's like a lot of people made sacrifices for me to be here my mom my sister even my dad in his like weird way did you know and like it's it's it, this is the first time in my whole life I've been alone and there's a lot on my shoulders and a lot resting on my success at this school. And like that is so real and interesting and like such an authentic feeling of like for her of like first generation like high school or college students, you know, sure. like, like why can't this be like explored in terms of like her building her friendship with with, you know, Audrey or like the like friend hangs that she had with Jen and Jack last episode. Like why does it have to be with professor Wilder? Who's a piece of shit. Totally. Also, I wanted to point out that like, we got a bunch of narrative last year about how she had to do everything all by herself and was totally alone. And like, it was refreshing for her to admit that like, she actually wasn't totally alone and by herself. Mm -hmm. But also I was like, I mean, I wish you could have like, I mean, I know she said it to Bessie at the end of the season, but like, you know, like you didn't have to do it alone. You actually have. I I just wish the show would acknowledge it, you know, in some way other than like this. Uh, Every once in a while, there's like a like wink and nod at the fact that like she actually has a pretty good support system, even if her Mm -hmm. family doesn't look, you know, quote unquote normal. So, yeah, exactly. And like Wilder, um, I mean, to his credit, is like you. Ha- it sounds like you have a lot of interesting stories to tell. Yeah, it's, he's kind of like sounds like the more interesting stories aren't the one that involve Dawson. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. It's like someone wrote this. Was this what they were saying in the writers' room? <laughs> right. Like that, and that's where I like have a hard time. Where I'm like, so you knew it was uninteresting, <laughs> or like, what are we doing here? <laughs> And, like, he gave her an A-minus on this paper, and that, you know, I don't know why it, I don't know. Why was it graded? Oh, because he's, like, it's replacing the one that got a yeah, C. maybe. Got it. 
And Joey also, like he knows if he gives her an A, she'll stay in class. So it's yeah. like okay. <laughs> yeah, and then Joey walks out and throws away the drop class paperwork because like obviously. So Pacey walks back into the restaurant mm-hmm. and starts critiquing the bougie food and is like, mm-hmm. you charge $25 to stack food higher and put like this fried potato to garnish the mashed potatoes. And like, he's like, you know, I worked for a guy who was doing this for the rich people and basically serving us the same thing, just not plated as well. Um, and <laughs> he's like, but that guy is just probably a half a step in front of the authorities. And Danny's like, yeah, that's par for the course in food service. And that's how I know your brother. <laughs> I laughed that made me laugh. I was like, all right, true. <laughs> Um, and Pacey like really advocates for himself and he's like you don't want me washing the dishes like mm -hmm. you want me to like help you in the kitchen like you know and it's so nice to see him like having self esteem again and like believing in himself yeah you know it seems like a summer away on the boat like kind of living his dream and like you know being in the Caribbean and just having these new experiences like it served him well Totally. And also, like, being away from, like, Capeside and Joey and Dawson. Yeah, and everything, yeah. And Danny, mm-hmm. like, kind of looks at him and is like, okay, be on time every day, work clean, and you can have any job here, including mine. And mm-hmm. so, I guess Pacey has a job. <laughs> yeah. And, and as Pacey leaves, he bumps into the server. Karen, Um yeah. Yeah, and she banters about quitting. <laughs> she, well, she's outside smoking, and she drops some real truth on him, which is that everyone in restaurants smokes because it's the mm-hmm. only way you get breaks. And I definitely, like, chain-smoked when I worked at a restaurant. Absolutely. You get more breaks. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, And she offers a cigarette to Pacey, but he's like, no, no, I'm not. I don't want that. And then she's like... You know, kind of gives him the rundown of the job. She's like, you know, I'm going to quit soon. But, like, the people are nice and I don't mean the customers, which is, like, every everyone True. who's worked in yeah. yeah food service knows. Yeah. And, like. Any kind of service. Yeah, totally. And, and like, Karen's, like, you know, Danny thinks he's a rock star, as all chefs do. And, like, mm-hmm. I bet that's why you're here, because you want to be a rock star, too. And, like, get all the chicks. Yeah. And then Pacey's like, oh, I'm kind of a more one-woman man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, like, she's like, oh, so who's your one woman? And he's, or, and she's like, he's like, oh, someone who doesn't smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, good. And then Pacey looks out at the harbor and is like, man, like, a month ago I was in the Caribbean watching this sunset and now I'm here. And Karen's like, it doesn't matter where you are. It matters who you're with. So true. Mm. And she gives him her cigarettes and like, hold these and don't let me have them when I ask for them tomorrow. Which like, (laughs) what a mood. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then she tells him to rethink his shirt and walk away and walks away. And I was like, (laughs) and you're like, girl, girl, you didn't see what he used to wear. This is like the most amazing outfit we've seen him in two days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Audrey runs into like the dorm hall, like not into a room or Joey does. And she runs into Audrey and she's like, where's Dawson? Audrey's like, 
oh, he left. He's tired of you yanking his chain and he's over it and he wants to go back to L.A. and he's never coming back. And like no matter how many drunken messages you leave, you're done. (laughs) You kind of wish that really happened. Totally. Joey looks at her and goes, are you on drugs? In like the (laughs) best Joey. I mean, it's like peak Joey. (laughs) Yeah. And Audrey's like, look, like, I have I spent all day defending you and I like told him that a woman has every right to be mysterious di- and difficult and like you and I have this in common and Audrey tells Joey that he's going back to Cali which I was like girl no self-respecting California calls it Cali <laughs> I know it's so weird and Joey's you can like, tell who wrote this uh-huh <laughs> And Joey's like, where is he? And Audrey says, he's at the airport. Go. And you know what, like, a really wild slap in the face is, Aaron? Hmm. Is that the next scene we have Joey sitting at a gate with Dawson because this was filmed pre-9-11. And the date it aired, and it was already dated when it aired because it aired post-9-11. Isn't that wild? I I had, like, a moment with that. I was like, woo! Okay. (laughs) This world was really changing. Um, and then... Yeah, so Joey's sitting there, and it's awkward. They're and not even talking about the thing that, like... I know! <laughs> it's so frustrating. She's, like, asking Why? if he said goodbye to Jen and Jack. And I'm like, just talk <laughs> about this. Like, you're mad at each other for something, and you're not even bringing it up. I know. It's so frustrating. And Dawson's kind of like, he's having this conversation with Joey that he had with Audrey where he's like, wow, it must be nice having Jen and Jack around all the time. Right. Like, and Jen, Joey's like, yeah, I mean, like, it's nice to go over there, even though it's like not my house and like, you know, they live there and I don't, but like, it's kind of like having a family. Yeah. Get like and a it like puts meal. every, yeah. Yeah, and it puts everything in perspective and it helps you separate what matters and what doesn't. And, you know, like, this is what I wish we had seen Dawson feeling the whole episode of being like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, why does it have to be this, like, stupid? Like, we don't even end this scene knowing what happens. No, because he gets up to board the flight and she's like, well... Or, and he asks her, what does matter? You know? And she's like, you. That's why I was upset. I spent the whole weekend thinking you heard what I said and you came anyway. And I thought you understood me. And, like, that's my thing. It's like, that's the only way that I cut Joey Slack is that, like, she thought that he heard the message and just came. But, like, they didn't even talk about it at all. Anyway. So Dawson's like, I'll never well, understand it's you. Hard to- yeah, like what Dawson says is like, as long as I live, I'll never understand you. And like, it's hard because we lived again through seasons two, three, and four, <laughs> right. where like, we know Dawson doesn't understand her and that Joey has made up this person that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And she acts like that's Dawson, this person that she made up. And like, he doesn't get her. He doesn't understand her. She doesn't understand him either. They don't right. know each other. Right. They have made up versions of each other. Mm-hmm. 
Because I think he does it to her, too. He has some made-up version of her, and, like, that doesn't exist. And now he's like, oh, shit, I'm faced with the reality, and here we go. And, like, you know, he's kind of like, I had this great weekend with you and Jen and Jack. So they all did hang out, apparently. They all hung out. Why didn't we get to see that? Yeah. And he's like, it had me questioning whether or not I wanted to go back to L.A., But then I woke up to find that the girl who was so upset with me when I told her I couldn't come had kissed me off on Friday night. And I'm just like, I hate these two so much. They make each other so much worse. I know they really do. And it just is, it doesn't make any sense. Like he's on this journey where he doesn't know what he's doing. He got his dream and he's like, fuck, this isn't what I thought I wanted. Or like, it's too hard to be so far away from people, you know? And like, I don't have my family and, and Joey is over here being like, you matter. I don't know what that means though. I don't know (laughs) what I want for you in my life. I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, and like, they're just like, it's like, it's hard to watch because they are manipulating each other. Right. And like, and like being really toxic towards each other in a way that like, is totally authentic to being 18 sure. but like to have to watch this over and over and i personally feel like dawson has grown a lot like he is taking joey at her word and being like okay like yeah she said she wanted to be friends she kissed me that was a goodbye you know right and then he's like then she says things to him and he's like what does that mean like oh my god and he's spinning in circles and so his behavior is coming from that to be honest I mean, it's like, I hear you. It feels like like his growth is still there. And he's having this perspective about and like talking to he talked to Audrey about, you know, whether or not he wants to be in L.A. mm -hmm. You know, we don't see Joey do that with anyone about like her insecurities about like who she is in college and like who she wants to be and stuff like that. She kind of said that to Wilder. Like she said that to Wilder a little bit, but not totally. And so it's like, you know, because Joey's like, I don't I don't really know like what anything means. And Dawson's like, well, tell me something you do know. And she says, I wanted you there. Like when I got back to my room, I wanted you there. And he Mm -hmm. asked her why. And she's like, I don't know, but I wanted you there. And then Dawson yells at her. Like, I've (laughs) been here for two days and only now are we finding a way to talk about something that really matters. And like. Just like shoot me. I hate this. He's like, I'm like, so you kiss. I get it. I get why he's yelling at her. She's so frustrating. She I mean, hasn't, I, she just spins in circles and it's so frustrating. He's like, what are we even talking about? But I'm frustrated with both of them because my thing, I mean, I hear you. I would yell at her too. But like, I'm frustrated with both of them because I'm like, you kissed, you didn't talk about it because Dawson thought that they had said all there was to say, and Joey, as usual, and didn't Joey express that too. Didn't express what but she was feeling. Like she kind of thought that too. Like she right. kind of thought they said everything they needed to say as well. Right. And then like she did express what she was feeling to an answering machine. Which Dawson heard mm-hmm. after two days of neither of them addressing anything of any importance. And now mm-hmm. he's yelling her at her in the airport. And my thing is like, Dawson, get on a flight, go to L.A., don't talk to each other until Christmas. Mm-hmm. That is the solution to this problem. <sighs> it's not going to happen, though, because that's their vibe. I know. <laughs> it's so frustrating. I know. Um, and it's hard because like every scene in this this episode that doesn't have Joey in it is good. 
I agree. I agree. Because, and Dawson's like, you know, maybe what we're feeling is just this fear of growing on and growing up, moving on and growing up. And I'm like, yeah, that that is what yes. you're feeling. That seems yes, like what you're is. feeling. Spot on. Right. Spot on. And then Joey comes back all shocked, like, oh my God, is that what you really think? And I'm like, yeah, girl, that's what's happening. No, but that's what's happening. <laughs> that is what's happening. What do you think is happening? <laughs> yeah. And like, he Dawson then says, I don't know, but if I get on this plane, we're not going to find out. They do this projection thing. He's like, because I'm going to move on and grow up. And then four new years from now, we're going to be complete strangers. And I like this projection thing they do is so wild. Mm-hmm. Also, y'all have that's like anxiety, man. Like, go get some therapy about it. Um, yeah. And like Dawson says, he doesn't and- want that to happen. Do you? And she's and, like, no, of course not. Right. And a flight attendant is like, are you getting on the plane? And Joey says, no, of course not. And then Dawson puts his bag down because apparently he's not getting on this plane. And it, like, again, it's hard because it's like, is she saying that if Dawson follows his dreams of being a filmmaker, she, they can't be friends? Like, I don't think so. But also, if you logic out what just happened, like, kind of. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think that that's yeah. what they're trying to say. But. But that is what's being said. Kind of, yeah. Um. So also right here, we're supposed to get a cue of a song called Question by the old 97s, who are like a band that were on every single television show at this time. And like, they just sit by the gate and talk, Dawson and Joey. I mean, like, I just don't even understand what just happened. I don't either. <laughs> and also to be nitpicky, they called out that they were boarding a C gate, but when they close the door, it's a B gate. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, oh I, my I, gosh, yeah, yeah. I I just they suck so hard when they're with each other, and it sucks because I they actually just, think I I just want to say the writers yeah. can't write them. Like, I think that's the hard part. The writers don't know how to write them together for right. their, like, unique acting ability. Because, like, James Vanderbeek gets mean when they fight, when he when he's in a fight scene. Mm-hmm. So they need to have more vulnerable scenes so that it actually feels like you feel something. Right. Totally. Totally. It's just hard. I, I just cannot care at all about them. And, like, even if the writers wanted us to, they don't move the story along. What do we walk away? Where are they at? Jen has moved forward. Audrey. Yeah, she, gets to be she wants to be. Right. Audrey, we get to see. Jack is kind of not in this episode at all. Like he's in the beginning, but then he's gone. Um, And it's like Joey and, and Pacey moves forward. And then Joey mm-hmm. and Dawson, like, I'm not sure that we moved at all. Like, they're just like, oh, maybe they're not yelling at each other. They're just talking now. Like, is that the forward movement? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> but we know they don't talk about anything important since they spent 48 hours not talking about this. We're like also supposed to assume they spent like the last four months not talking about the kissment and not really like right. hammering that out, you know? Totally. I don't know. I mean, I know things are super hard when you're 18, but like. Ugh. This seems. This is exhausting. This yeah. is exhausting. Yeah, agreed. 
Agreed. And if he came for the whole weekend, they didn't hook up at all, then they're just friends. I agree. Like when you're 18, you're 18, you're in the dorms, you're 18. Mm -hmm. Your friend who like you don't know where you're standing comes and visits you for a weekend. Nothing sexual happens. You don't even make out. Yeah, you're friends. (laughs) You're friends. Yeah. It's been answered. That's it. Yeah. We've answered this question. Okay, thank you. So like even what like they're saying where it's like if I get on this plane we're we're gonna grow apart. Like, I don't know, you you seem to have like been still in communication and like you're visiting each other or like he's visiting Joey. So like it seems like they're committed to maintaining their friendship. Totally. I don't I don't really understand what that means. Like I know they just they want to get Dawson back in in Boston, but sure. like there's such a better way to go about that than like it being like either it be for Joey, like she's like I love you and I want to try to make this go, or it be because he has these complicated feelings. Not this like half ass we don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. Hard to give two shits about. Absolutely. I mean, amen. That's exactly right. <laughs> so who are you rooting for? Jen. Pacey. Yes. Jen. Yes. I mean, get it. Like, this is the time, girl. I know. Just have a ton yes. of really good sex with that hot guy. I mean, I'm so yes. in this for you. I'm so happy for totally. you. <laughs> um, uh, Pacey, who also is having great sex with a hot girl and mm-hmm. is like, you know, okay, I'm going to try this new thing. Great. Mm -hmm. Seemingly, that seems great to me. And then, like, I don't know. Love Jack as a wingman. I'm with you on that front. Like, Mm -hmm. I love Audrey. I love Audrey so much. So great. Want want the world for her. Mm -hmm. The only people that I have a real problem with are Dawson and Joey, who like are just so emotionally constipated that it's like really hard to watch. So (laughs) it's hard to watch. It's hard to care about. It's hard that this has to be like the main storyline. Joey has two storylines that are both like, I don't give a fuck about either of them. Her motivation, her character is stupid right now. You know, just Mm -hmm. like, it's hard to watch and just like, ugh. I mean, yeah. I guess maybe that's why people say season five is bad because, like, it's a too much Joey. Mm. But we'll see. I still enjoy this episode know, immensely. We'll yeah, no, I love this episode because all the other storylines are fucking awesome. Anytime Joey is not on the screen, I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, because Dawson, because Audrey saves the Dawson scenes. The Dawson and Audrey yeah. sort of dynamic actually is pretty good. Yeah. It's- Awesome. Yeah, because Busy Phillips has chemistry with like every single one of these people somehow. Yeah. So yeah. Um, because she's a good actress, like Michelle Williams, you know, and and Joshua Jackson. Yeah. Uh, so she can she brings a lot to the table. I mean, yeah, it would have been awesome if her and Dawson kissed. To be honest, (laughs) I respect (laughs) her for not doing it, but that would have been awesome, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. To see them together, just like how you know, or her just like like, Dawson and this guy's a dick. Hello, he just kissed me after he's mad at you. Maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. So, season five. Here we are. Okay, so for listener corner, this is from Anna. Mm. 
So I just have to ask, Ken Marino's cute, but is Wilder really as hot as the writers say he is? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, he, like I said last time, he's a good looking guy. He's like, you know, he's not not he's not bad looking, but like he's like, I mean, a line out the door of people of women waiting for him. Like, no, sorry. Mm. And like, even it's hard because like, yeah, I agree. Like he's cute. He's fine. But like the way that they act, like he's so hot, like he, the character would have to be like this more like charismatic character. I think to believe like the line out the door, like even his character is super weird to like believe that yeah or like they would have to say like oh he's written like you know 12 novels <laughs> so like right. to be in his creative writing like to have some other element of like why <laughs> we're supposed to believe like anything that he says you know totally. um totally as like a professor it's super bizarre so yeah. 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 And also, like, I mean, part of me, too, is just like, I only I know Ken Marino so much as like kind of a ridiculous character actor that it mm-hmm. is kind of hard to be like, oh, yeah, he's just this, totally. like, you know, hunk of a man. And I'm like, he's Vinnie Van Lowe, like from Veronica Mars. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's like. It's uh, so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then to continue our conversation have you thought more about what you'd like to discuss this season i feel like maybe we could do a smattering of things like i really like the woman i I like her not not a girl not yet a woman i think we could maybe we could maybe save mine the one i brought up for season six or for part of it maybe Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. um uh like maybe the first half of season six or something um but like uh yeah, I, I, I don't know. I like not not a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's hard because in this episode, there was like a perfect example of like yeah. Charlie being like, girl, I mean, woman. And right. I'm like, it was not just like, is are there going to be more of those? Or is that the only one this right. season? But like, right. I just have like it happens to you when we're having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> I don't remember that like scene, you know, or that mm-hmm. example happening. But then I'm like, are there going to be more examples, you know? So uh, this episode just felt like, oh, my gosh, like that could be cool to talk about yeah. um, the the ways in which our female characters are called women and at what times they're called women and like mm-hmm. who who's the people to just defining that term and in what ways are they defining it is kind of interesting yeah definitely and and but yeah 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 I like that a lot so yeah and like how we still have never heard like Joey call Jen or Audrey a woman right I don't think so not yet I don't think Uh -uh. so either yeah so yeah it's an interesting term seems like only so far men are using it Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 Super compelling. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what we'll do. Um, Cool. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Season five. It's I want to know, like, why? I love it. I'm so stoked to be here. I know a lot of. Yeah. um, 
you know, whatever. I think 23 episodes is long, so maybe that's why season four really slogged at the end. So maybe yeah. at the end of season five, we'll be like, ugh, still. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so far, know. I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. So wild and wacky, <laughs> and I love, like, Audrey, and I just love a lot of, like, the Jen storyline is good, too, so far. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Um, so yeah, thank you everyone for being here. What a time to be alive. We're so mm. grateful you're making space with us and I hope you're staying safe. Gosh, it's like flooding in the east of the U.S. and heat domes in the west of the U.S. So <laughs> it's very so, scary. Good times. <laughs> good times. <laughs> but stay safe. Drink water. Drink some water. Yeah. Just like just like put a little bit of food aside if you have the funds please <laughs> who knows <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh but yeah keep yourself healthy um black lives matter yep. defund the police yep yep stop asian hate mm-hmm. free britney yep Whew. let's get those vaccines rolling too <laughs> mm-hmm. delta Jesus. variants very strong very yeah, strong. la is not doing well right now I know. And it's like, we only know more variants will come. Like Delta yeah. is only like the fourth letter or whatever. So come on. Uh, and like, if you haven't gotten those a shot vaccines. in your arm, put one in it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So. If you're available, if you're eligible, mm-hmm. don't wait. Hesitate. You know? Yep. Yeah. So just, just do it. It wasn't yep. that bad. I did it. Nah. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cool. So you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. Yeah. Why don't you just, let's just start. Why don't you email us? What is a woman? And in what ways does Dawson's Creek define their characters as women and not? I don't know. Start the conversation there. What do you think? Yeah. And man, do you feel like a woman? That's a good question to yeah. ask yourself. <laughs> this is true no matter what your gender Um, yeah always a good question to ask yourself exactly Mm -hmm. and yeah what does that even mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh uh, yeah uh we want to shout our boy kilia for making our theme song you can find him on instagram at go freaking crazy you can follow my finsta at aaron.hensley um we have merch bit.ly slash dawson's critique and you can order a book. I remember everything. Life lessons from Dawson's Creek, wherever you get your books. And let me shout out my friends at Print Bookstore in Portland, Maine. Um, I may have said them before, but uh, Aaron was in Maine at some point in the recent past. And so, you know, I'm trying to follow you around the country with bookstores. <laughs> um, they just reopened for in-person browsing. So if you're anywhere near Portland, Maine, you should go say hello to Josh and Emily for me. Um, they're literally the best people. Um, just so nice. So you can get our book there. Um, please like a subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your podcast. We'd love to thank those of you who have already. Um, it really helps us when you do that. And so thank you if you have. Um, I can be found online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. We hope you guys have a great week. We love you. Thanks for being here with us and making space with us. And we'll see you next week. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I want to go right now.